The Beers and Beards podcast is brought to you by Rivalry Brews. Rivalry Brews ships fresh Ohio-made beer directly to your home, all with flat-rate shipping. They offer create-your-own-beer boxes, as well as pre-selected best brewery beer boxes and some great snacks to pair with your beer. With offerings from great Ohio breweries like Great Lakes, Fatheads, Masthead, Fretboard, Mad Tree, Urban Artifact, Wolf's Ridge, Birdfish, and Twin Oaks, there's definitely something for everyone. And now, use our new code BEERSBEARDS10 to get 10% off your mix and match box from any of their 30-plus Ohio breweries. They offer fast, hassle-free delivery, and thanks to our partnership, you can get 10% off when you use code BEERSBEARDS10 at RivalryBrews.com. <laughs> I don't even know what you said. Sometimes I just is, say things and I don't know what's coming out of my mouth. Yeah, that's the entire I, podcast. I feel that's like our you, that's our shtick. You've heard Bert Kreischer talking about opening his mouth and then just letting seeing stuff where come it goes. Yeah, see where yeah. it goes. That's like a Homer. Also, Simpson. it's a, also a Michael yeah. Scott tendency. Yeah. Yes. Which for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Gary. Yeah. I was date Mike. Date Mike. Date, well, I haven't posted any pictures. I'm not, I saw the fewest amount of Halloween. Uh, people did not, did they not celebrate it this year? I didn't see a lot of, it was a low there. crowd. It was a low crowd in urban Mount Sterling as well. Yeah. In downtown, <laughs> downtown Mount Sterling in the city. Um, yeah. Maybe I just, uh, maybe I muted enough of those people that, the, tip, the people that typically would show pictures. Halloween is over. I would like everyone to focus their attention to Christmas. The next and... holiday. Veterans Day first, Gary. But there's no, gifts. there's no gifts to be given on Veterans there's Day. There's the gift of freedom. You know what? That's the 4th of July, not Veterans Day. But the veterans give us the gift of freedom because they're veterans. Thank you to all the veterans. My sister is a veteran. Shout out to her. I'm a veteran of the uh, Infinity Wars. <laughs> I'm a veteran of watching Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Anyway, it's welcome to on... the David McKinney Show featuring Gary Thomas, my sidekick. How, how dare you? How dare the, you? The Beers and Beards podcast. I'm David. It's me! That's Gary. Hey, guess what? Yeah. You guys have an opportunity. It comes around every every once in a while, but the opportunity is yours. Who's? Now you'll see that this well it's not an opportunity for you. It's a it's a event for you, but the opportunity is for everyone listening mm-hmm. that happens to give a fuck about us. You can come <laughs> okay. see us live. Yes. November fourteenth, seven thirty PM, Blue Ash, Ohio. If that's even a real city. It is. You could send mail there, send it to Blue Ash, and it will get there. There's actually a state police post right across the street from where we're going. Is there? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, rem- I remember that because I'm like, yeah, that's a great spot for police. <laughs> right outside Entrapment. The Boom. Beers right. and Beards live in your life. We will, we're not going to live stream it. We are going to record it live. Yeah, the poster says live streaming. We'll try. We suck at it. That's Listen, too much work. I, it, no, it's not. It's just we suck at it. I I don't know. I'm going to have to take a maybe a class. Our yeah. producer's not going to be there. 
You, if you, here's the best way to hear it live. Be there. Show up. Fretboard's going to have the beer flowing, the happy juice flowing. And I'm going to drink beer while I'm there. Monday night, Garrett, here's what we need to do. Okay. Monday nights at Fretboard is pitcher night. So you get a discounts on pitcher. So we're just both going to drink an entire pitcher of beer during the podcast. You want me to throw up? (laughs) I'm so I I know I can do it. I am so nervous about tonight. Tonight you because are because I have not oh, had yeah, a sip wait. of. Well, I had I had a I had a drink of your beer when you were yeah. in Lexington, but I've That's not a, had yeah. bourbon in eight weeks, nine weeks. Yeah, something like that. It misses you. Do you think it misses you as much as you miss it? I just sit and look at my collection sometimes. <laughs> But I have well, like found, have I have found, you can't as I was looking. So, have you ever flown with alcohol? Uh, like I drank alcohol while flying. Then, when I have you ever packed class. alcohol in your bag? Oh yeah. So I'm the Kentucky guy. I'm going to California. I should bring bourbon, right? Yeah. So I'm I mean, looking through my, there. my. I'm not. I'm not paying Gavin Newsom prices for bourbon. <laughs> Get out of here. So I'm, you want to bring something? Yes, yeah, so but it has to be sealed. I have 71 bottles of bourbon, David. <laughs> How many do you have sealed? Zero. Our lips are sealed. Our bourbons are sealed. Uh, no. So I Zero? think I'm just going to get, yeah. Can you just put duct tape around it? I, I mean, My luck, it'd spill all over my clothes. So in the, in the Cincinnati airport, which is actually in Kentucky, we now have a bourbon, like a... I guess it. I, I don't know. I guess it's technically duty free, but there's probably a place you can go. How can it be duty you... free? It's not. Is a CBG an international airport? Yeah, we have a we have a flight to Paris, France, and one to Mexico, and I think one to Canada somewhere. The three countries that <laughs> the three amigos that everybody claims they want to move to when things go bad in this country, especially Paris? Canada. Yeah. I would move to the Caribbean. Did you take a foreign language in high school? Yeah, Spanish. If they would have offered but I would move to the Mandarin Caribbean Chinese. English. Where? The Caribbean. Oh, yeah, I've been there. And it's so cheap. That's not cheap. I guess if you get away from I mean, if you live in the slums, place, it is. If you live in the flavelas, baby. <laughs> if you out there in the in the mean streets of San Juan, Puerto Rico. Yeah, my I, mean, life I would there. live in Kingston, Jamaica. Jamaica man, I, I can't. Have, I can't do accents. I would have, I would have beads in my hair. This is not a political podcast, but exercise your right to vote. You can, yes. I can vote now if I want, but voting's Already Tuesday. Did. did you vote for one? No, I'm not. He's not in. I'm not in his district. It's it's a new world. You can vote for whoever you want, wherever. <laughs> no. I voted twice in Pennsylvania. Did you? As a registered Democrat, yes. Yeah. Good job. I, this you turned me on to the race there. To which the, race, Doctor Oz and the other uh, John Fetterman. So I started. So we going, are. Yeah. I started going through, like it, it, I, the algorithm picked up. I said like again. Jesus Christ! I need to strike that from my vocabulary. I was listening to my pod, to this podcast, and I said the word like so many times. <laughs> our am, podcast. Am yeah. I? Am I just that? Is my vocabulary that poor? Uh, yes. I have a public speaking engagement <laughs> in 
four days, five, what is, yeah, five days. I can't be in front of a crowd. Anyway, you are a professional this. broadcaster. You cannot semi yeah, semi professional. This is my trip to California, just a warm up for fretboard. Yes, tell them different tell topics, kind of. Yeah, but you so they, act, actually, on at fretboard, you should give your presentation. Oh, uh, just give funny. us a little. Just bring us a couple because they've got like a, a, a presenter there. Just just give us a little a little taste. I don't do taste. slides. Dwight yeah, you wouldn't be well. a slide guy. <laughs> the I I teach a class and the first slide on my PowerPoint is Dwight saying he gave a presentation on PowerPoint. And nobody listened because PowerPoints are stupid. People <laughs> learn many different ways. Yeah. So I just be a PowerPoint. I, I've always felt. I told my wife this today. My whole house is sick. By the way, everybody's got the funk. Strep throat, I don't know. So I've been down in the basement all day. But I told her I'm on a I'm on this panel and we have just an hour and fifteen minutes maybe. Mm-hmm. I could do an hour. Just by un- unsolicited, just hour. You should. You should just take over the mic. Think about it. One of my buddies is coming from Memphis. He's uh, I, I tell everybody he's my cousin. Yeah. His name's Mike Gibbs. His brother played for the Seahawks, I think. Mike's about six seven, about three thirty. <laughs> very, yeah. very dark skinned man. But it, I, nobody's questioned me on if he's actually my cousin. Yeah. So and he's from Memphis. So have, yeah, tell him to bring actually tell him to bring you some barbecue. I was just, I was I've Five already been there. He's already got me barbecue. Well, tell him to bring you some. You what's got what's you. what's a California delicacy? Uh, like I would say, like like Mexican food, like a nice burrito, California burrito. Have you ever had a California style burrito with like avocado and all that fun stuff in it? I'm. There's part of me. There's like a sinking depression that's over. I don't. Is this a therapy podcast? I'm just. Are you a I'm just guy? My my. I am a burrito guy. Yeah. But at work, I got a wrap. It was just a regular wrap. It wasn't a burrito. It was just a wrap. Mm-hmm. You know. Maybe you could eat a street taco. And I ate <laughs> half of. I ate a quarter of it and threw up. And I was oh so my mad. Goodness. I'm. I'm mad. Last week when we when we recorded the podcast, I thrown up on French fries. This weekend, I threw up on chips and salsa. All the goods. That's that's the two main food groups. It's stripping the joy from my life. I mean, is is adding a few years worth it when it comes yeah, down to? Careful. But my blood pressure. You know what? Up. When you walk Charlie down the aisle and you're like, I don't know if I would, yeah. When I'm not going to live to be a hundred, David. What when are you she's forty seven, <laughs> and she finally gets married. Listen, don't ever have kids. I won't. <laughs> I just have every. Well, yeah. I enjoy cool. other people's kids, which is a weird. That sounds I, creepy. Yeah, let's. That, <laughs> that sounds creepy. Little kid lover sixty nine on uh, <laughs> Christian Mingle. There, guys. I I enjoy the fact that like people like I can hang out with other people's kids and give them back, and they like, leave. Yeah, yes, like babysit. Yeah, because then I'm like, oh my god. Uh yeah. Anyway, so Keelan just wrapped up. Kids, I think Keelan just wrapped up. You They're didn't doing. Come, you didn't come to the fall meet, did you? They're doing the Breeders' Cup. I get. I keep getting commercials about it. Let's see. November fourth, fifth, fourth, fifth, and sixth, or fourth and fifth. 
What's the started on October 7th. What are the dates for... What are you talking about Keeneland for? I'm just talking about wrapping up, like going Fall? into the Christmas season. It's not the Christmas season. It's Veterans Day season. And then we got two weeks of Thanksgiving. And then Black one day of Black Friday. I went Friday. out and purchased an icy cold beverage Halloween night. Mm-hmm. On my way home, I enjoyed Christmas music on the radio. No. Yep. No. Nope. Don't be that guy. I'm not... I'm not that guy. I'm that guy that now, I'm not for doesn't listen to it on November 1st. Actually, October 31st. Here's when I am that guy. Two times. Number one, putting Christmas up the Christmas tree. Yeah. On, I usually can't put it up before. I usually do it Black Friday or that weekend. Yeah, that's how we after usually do it. That We usually do it the weekend after Thanksgiving. I'm all about Christmas music. I'm like, let's get the everything except for the Mariah Carey song, which I... I, Did you I see her little video it. she made? I just can't. I can't stand that song one more time. No, I did not see her video. Pretty good. Um, I like a lot of the classics, like Bing Crosby and all the you know all the dudes. I'm all the dreaming kids. of a wife. Yeah, Christmas stuff that was made when you could still beat your kids and not go to jail. That's Basically. a uh... <laughs> bro. Back my when glass America just was... just broke. Your glass. Yeah. Oh no. Are you bleeding? Did you cut your stuff? No, I, I do have now. I do have. I, how did this happen? You have to drink it straight out of the bottle now. No, I'll I'll, I'll drink out the side that's not broken. I'll probably <laughs> get glass in my intestines. <laughs> oh, my You're gonna cut up in your. It's an. It, if you've listened to over a hundred episodes of the Beer if and you have, podcast, I'm sorry. No, don't be. Don't apologize. I'm sorry. Well, you, they made that decision. That says more about yeah. them than it does about us, right? That's yeah. what I would say to my wife when she's, like, shaking her head at stuff that I do. Like, You married me? I, yeah, you knew. I did not change. I actually, you know, they say people change when you get married. I stayed exactly the same. You look the same, for yeah. sure. Got the same amount of hair. I got more gray hairs. I'm a little more buff. That's about it. Got some, okay. I have more... Of bigger arm muscles, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't tell the people that, David. I've been going to the gym hardcore, and I had to, so much that I had to make my own workout playlist. Gary, that's how you know you're serious. Is it Nickelback on repeat? No, but I should put. I, I'll put some Nickelback on there. And this yeah. is stuff that I do not listen to really any other time. I a lot of hip hop, a lot of like hard rock stuff, like Chevelle um, <laughs> stuff. Uh, some uh, right, uh, against me, some like hard rock stuff, but I don't really, I, I don't dislike it. I just don't really listen to it. Did you Normally know when I'm listening to music? I'm chilling now, yeah. As a listener of the Beers and Beers podcast, yep. if you Which have is you, them, Amazon Prime, yeah, you're listening ad free, baby. If you have Amazon Prime music or just Amazon Prime, it's Amazon Prime and music. Oh, yeah. So if you don't have Amazon Prime and you want to get Amazon music, let's get Amazon music.com forward slash beers and beards. We're going to hook you up. With a but month you for do free. get an ad for Amazon Prime in, <laughs> in the episode. Yeah. To get, it's like easy. it's like meta. <laughs> it's, <laughs> you get an ad with it's like ad free supported by. 
Crisco. Like that's an ad, dude. Or commercial free. Is that that's what they say? Like we got a commercial free hour presented by Tom's Donuts. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah. So the, that, that's yeah. that. There's there's a lot of bourbon news this week. I'm excited about this. I saw the so I'm gonna go with the middle story here. Not that you guys know what the middle story is, but yeah. Um, my, Turn to page my, four in your programs. <laughs> my phone gets starts blowing up about this big sale. And to summarize, did you did you know that Wild Turkey was owned by some company in Italy? Yeah. Well, they bought Wilderness Trail, which we've had on this podcast Empire while we were at Dreaming Creek Brewery. That's that's not you didn't say it Italian enough. Empire. Empire. Yeah. Um they sold for six hundred million dollars. And they're a small like they're small. Yeah, they 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 were considered so when I looked at the article in the local newspaper like the local newspaper online. It showed like related articles mm-hmm. and it talked about like a, I said like twice in the same sentence. Jeez. Um, <laughs> but it talked about an expansion to wilderness trails, craft distillery. And this was like mm-hmm. three years ago. Yeah. I got to say it was good. I, I, I think it pushed David over the edge. <laughs> the wilderness trail. Uh-huh. Yeah, that well, that was also. I had mine. I had a rye that they let us try. You had three flights, and then and then you did not like the rye, so I drank I your not rye. A fan. And I had a beer while we were warm while we were setting stuff up, and I had I definitely had a flight of beer while we were drinking because I I remember talking to Patrick and to Charlie about all the beers. And then you don't remember going home. No, well, I just I slept. I mean, I remember going home, but I just slept the whole way. I, I was not driving, thankfully. Um, Six yeah, so, million dollars. Yeah, for and we so this we talked in the the, the last time we were at fretboard. Our our topic was kind of the difference between the craft beer industry and how you know how that's different than the craft whiskey they're definitely looked upon very differently by the consumer yeah and yeah the it it does but it does say that hey craft whiskey is maybe going to be a thing but we have seen in in like the beer side of it we've seen the big players purchase like some like we saw you know anheuser bush purchase goose island and uh new belgium and bells have both been purchased by uh the, the japanese company kieran and like we've seen it in the in the craft beer side as well, um, but yeah, it is interesting to see some of the um, some of the the craft whiskey brands starting to get bought up and yeah, it's a the, it's Wilderness Trail is a family owned and was a family owned and operated distillery in Danville, It's kind of tucked away in in out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I've been actually been to Danville. I know you had to at an old job. You had to go down there. <laughs> yeah, Danville and uh, what's the what's the town over over from it? Pa- not Pikeville, Pikeville. No, that's... there it starts with an R. I don't know Russell Springs. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, I just, I just made that up. Um, <laughs> yeah, that that sounds that sounds like it. 
Um, but yeah, the so Campari also owns, in addition to Wild Turkey, an Aperol, Appleton, which I think is uh, rum, Jamaican rum, Senzano, which I don't know what that is, Italian Rolls granite off the tongue. vermouth, Senzano, Sky Vodka, Espalone Tequila, Grand Marnier, Grand Marnier, which is liqueur. And for, they also own Forty Creek, which is Canadian whiskey. So definitely a big conglomerate, but actually like a lot of their a lot of their brands are not necessarily the leader. Like Wild Turkey, I would say, is probably the you know fourth or fifth biggest bourbon brand. Espalone is definitely not the the most popular tequila. Sky is not. So Scott's not pretty, I would say like, of all of it, maybe Sky's the more recognizable brand the sky and like you said wild turkey but the rest who yeah. knows well i mean uh aperol is is definitely like the the bitter like that's like if you're looking for like an italian bitters i think aperol as i say it is pretty that they might be like the the market leader um but yeah the the campari is interesting six so they bought 70 percent of it yeah, for four hundred and eighty million, so that's a six hundred million dollar valuation of the yeah. the total company. But yeah, that's wild. That's a lot. And I, I mean, I've seen Wilderness Trail outside of of even when we were at Dreaming Creek, but it's not right. like it's all over the place. I no. mean, I go, you know, I I usually try to check out you know liquor selections whenever I, I see them. I don't see them really much outside of Kentucky. I don't even know if they're in Ohio. They'd have some good bourbon, though. Speaking of bourbon, I feel like it's yes. a good time. We put out a poll on oh, our yes. Instagram. Talked about it on last week's episode. Here's, put, here's out a, put out a poll. Instagram. This is the will of the people, Gary. This is the we put. We put. David would not let me put the <laughs> old Rip Van Winkle ten year old on here. Well, because I would win. To be fair, it's not. It's not even the best bourbon I have. It's probably the, the most valuable. But it's not the best bourbon I have. You already, yeah, you already talked shit about it last week. Was that last week or two weeks ago? (laughs) We know Gary hates. I don't uh, hate it. No, 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 no. no. He says it's the worst bourbon that he ever has, and he's trying to get rid. He says it's a drain pour. Wow, you are really (laughs) trying to stir something up. Yeah, I'm. Well, when when we have Julian Van Winkle on as when he's the new co-host of this show in season two, you'll know why. There, they'll, first of all, there'll be no seasons as long as my... Yeah. One of the interesting things about the bourbon I'm drinking tonight is this is one of those much as Castle and Key. Mm-hmm. If you remember, they found some keys. They found, like... I said it again. They what? found remnants of a distillery. Okay, and built the built the just built it back and where it was. Okay. Peerless started in. I took a tour on my fortieth birthday. My wife set up a, an awesome trip, and Peerless was one of the spots. It's in downtown Louisville. It the first barrel, the first Peerless whiskey went to barrels in eighteen eighty nine. So this is a hundred and thirty year old bourbon. It's right on the river. It, it was right on the river in Owensboro. They packed up the distillery years later, 
They brought it back to life in Louisville. They got to keep their DSP number. That's cool. I didn't know that. So it's one of the youngest ones in, in the state. It's DSP like 50. Oh, 50. 50. Okay. I think Buffalo Trace is in the 300. It's old. But it's a yeah. rebrand, right? It's not It's not that. that. This bourbon has not been around that long. Right. The Rick House, as I've said a bunch of times, you know, I've, I've talked to many people about my trip there because I love it. The The master distiller is from one county over. My best friend taught him in class. <laughs> That's cool. True, yeah. And their Rick House is maybe the size of my basement. I'm, I'm going to say there was less than 200 barrels when I was there. Yeah. That, see, that's, what, the be, that's the best that thing about... What's that do to it, though? What's that do to the price of the yeah. alcohol? Yeah, it goes way... Yeah, I have a pint. Up. It cost me over $70 for a pint. For a pint? I didn't realize it was that, that, was that much. Yeah, it was... I want to say it was $140 for a 750 milliliter. Jeez. And, of course, they they rolled out rye and all that stuff to begin you know, selling also celebrated my birthday there and we stole every one of the tasting glasses. You're terrible. We didn't steal them. I told the guy it was my birthday and would he object to me taking it? And he basically said, yeah, I didn't see nothing. <laughs> it's when you have a good time. They probably factor that in the cost of the tour. I got the paddle, you know, the little paddle that says peerless. You Great. Took, you took that or you bought it? They give it to you. They give you the paddle. Oh, that's cool. And then I bought I bought the Peerless Small Batch Bourbon. Now, this, as I said, I sent you a picture. It's a pint. Right. It's a wee little lad. It fits in, I can fit in my boot. <laughs> it's 200 milliliters. It is 110 proof. So a okay. little higher than I like. But. I remember you enjoyed it. The when we first had it, which was way back in 2020. Uh, yeah, October of 2020. Episode 23. This, I mean, you've been to, you've you started to go to some distilleries now, yeah. and even as recently, there's nothing like a good distillery tour. Yeah. And then getting to taste it afterwards. Do they do that? Do breweries do that? Give you a tour? Of the yeah, Eagle some taste? of them. I think it was, it was more so like when, like breweries were still like a, a novelty, like when they were new, maybe in like the two oh, thousands, and and now it's like you go like I very rarely take a brewery tour. I just go to the brewery, drink their beer. I mean, sometimes like the tour would be would literally be like, "Hey, there's our <laughs> there's our brewing system." Like you can see it right there. That would be the tour. Um, but yeah, I do enjoy, and and I I went to Lexington Brewing and Distilling and enjoyed the fact that they make beer and bourbon and whiskey and whatever else there too. So that was that was a unique experience. Not a lot of places do that, but yeah. Did you pour this? Your this portion of the podcast is brought to you by us. Go to our website, beersbeardspod.com. And buy some buy somebody that you love something special from our merch shop. Yes. We got hey. crop hoodies. Maybe some new stuff is gonna come in for the holidays. We might put our posters up there from this live show, which David forgot to give me. I know. I'll get yeah. It's not I'm not gonna see you. Into before our actual live show. 
do do us a favor early christmas gift share this podcast tell somebody that podcasts live and die by word of mouth it's rare that i stumble upon a new podcast now it's a little easier when there's nine thousand clips on tiktok facebook you know the reels and the shorts and all that Mm -hmm. one day we'll figure out how to do all that (laughs) i have i have one from my wisconsin trip that i'm like i a reel it's a tiktok reel whatever thing short form video that's where it's at yeah i'll figure it out. <laughs> i'm just like yeah anyway I'm, I'm old your uncle gary's back in the saddle again we'll see yes. how this goes let me tell you the nose david all right first of all i don't think i've smelled bourbon i don't think i've inhaled bourbon in the eight weeks i don't uh, you know what I mean? Like I'm not. Yeah, you haven't. T- you haven't so this is this is a fresh, fresh nose. Yeah, it's like a new. And this is a young bourbon. I can I, from what I remember. I think it's just four years old. And you get that. There's hardly any oak. There's hardly any of that. That deep aroma. Yeah. You you, you get the newness, but you also. It's a little complex though. You do get a hint of vanilla and like the leathery smell, even though I've never licked leather or tasted. <laughs> I couldn't tell you like in my oh man. But you've like walked into like a leather right and that's like that's store before, yeah. right? Yeah. But I I mean on my palate I don't know that I would be like, oh that's leathery. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I I've leather. said this a bunch of times. But I've been watching a lot of bourbon live shows and things on TikTok, and they just yeah. absolutely are overboard. I could see it. You could see it if you go to TikTok. I mean, I yeah, I could yeah. All right, so th- like I said, you get the you get the newness of this bourbon, but you also get a little more complex, a little vanilla, a little leather. I'm a mouse watering. Um, and again, this is a, I guess we would consider as a craft distillery, super small. If you're ever in Louisville, it's it's in a part of downtown that. We went right after the riots. Like we were afraid we weren't going to be able to go because yeah. of, you know there was. I was at a wedding. Like right awesome. after that. All right, here we go. Right One time that. for our brothers in arms, since David so. <laughs> it's veter- Veterans Day season. Yeah. Um, get the get the spirit up. Mm. Ooh. Is your dude? That's got such a good. I'm gonna say the palate's mid. Yeah. You know, it's nothing special, but that that Kentucky hug. Ma 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 mid. The hug oh, on man. it's good. It's like a nice yes. warm hug. Like you it's... need. Well, it's not been cold, but when it is cold, I, I gave Abby bourbon. And she feeling a little down. Sitting here, just, just drowning out with this bourbon. <laughs> gave her some. Basil Hayden subtle smoke. Oh, which I didn't realize I drank half that bottle. There's another new Basil Hayden out that I almost bought. Don't tell yeah, me. Uncle Mike. But, uh, Uncle Mike sent me that. Yeah, it's well, the one that's in the wine barrels. Right? Yeah, it's wine barrels. Yeah, you wouldn't like it. I almost Ooh. bought it. I don't know how my new stomach's liking this. <laughs> I do. I need to finish this glass though. 
Um, I do while you're drinking that. I do want to say if you're in the Cincinnati area, um, they are doing um, Northside Distilling, which is a uh, distillery here. They have bourbon. They're doing a <clears throat> fundraiser for to support Meals on Wheels of Southwest Ohio and Northern Kentucky. They teamed up uh, for Sorry. a great. Uh, this is, I think, the second year they did it. It's called Bust a Crust. You can either buy a pie, whoa, whoa, whoa. Smart Meals on Wheels, or a bourbon. Bust a Crust? A... Yeah. What's that? Is it something, or is it, you just think it's funny? My mind's forever in the gutter. <laughs> Dude, well, they have a bourbon. Good. I did purchase some, so I'll drink some on the show. Did I you get? I haven't, I haven't picked it up yet. It's called Bust a Crust Bourbon. I don't oh, know that's the name of the bourbon. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's like... Well, it's, I don't know. I, I was trying to tell if it's like a special, like actual bourbon or if it's just like a special label, but I'll, I'll figure it out. Um, but I really enjoy Northside Distilling's offerings. It, they're a craft distiller. Maybe they can get $600 million. That would be so cool. They, they're, they're small and, and I enjoy them. I actually, uh, during Blink went up and got a Blink 182. Yeah, uh, it's a light festival here in Cincinnati. Went up and got got a, I don't even know what I got. Like bourbon and, and some like seltzer. It was good. Their bourbon is good. I enjoy it. Um, they've Again. got like four year, six year, whatever. But yeah, they want to give them a shout out. If you go to their what, their Facebook, you could figure out how to buy it. And if you want support to support us, go to com. Share the podcast. You can see everything I've drank. We're gonna kick up new bourbons starting next week. Am I allowed to bring a bourbon to? Sure, Red Board. <laughs> They're not gonna say anything. No. Maybe they'll have a bourbon barrel aged beer you can drink. Th- those are generally not my favorite. Or maybe I'm a, a I'm a sour guy. You know this. I know they don't do a lot of sours. What? How did they, How do you think I became a sour guy? From Urban Artifact. Yeah, I would point to that moment like. Knowing that's something that I enjoyed. Um, Did you wake know. up sad today? Yeah. No. Why? Because we didn't win the Powerball. Oh no! Did you buy a ticket? No. I did. You can't win if you don't buy a ticket. So I bought. It. So went to my spot, Speedway. Yep. Get to the door. They're not accepting cards. So I felt like a pilgrim trying to dig out some cash. Oh, for a ticket, lottery ticket? Yeah. No, 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 no. no. Uh, I was going general. there to get Abby a Christmas tree snack and myself a nice big the Christmas. Yeah, isn't that the are the Christmas trees the same the same as the uh, um, zebra cakes? But it's just a different basically. shape. Okay, basically. So I go in, I get my pop, get Abby snack. Wait, they got Christmas tree stuff out already? A hundred percent. Oh my god. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, go up to the counter. Get your ice. And oh. They got the. I get the, the iced coffee. It gives the little pellet ice, so I get it from yeah. there. And the guy who I see, legitimately, David, I don't, and this may be a problem. If I had a financial planner, they'd be like, "Dude, you're an idiot." But I go in there <laughs> two to three times a day. Yeah. So this guy, I know, I just know him from the store. He's like, "You want to get?" He said, "Are you going to get a big ticket tonight?" I said, "Ah, oh, no, man, anything about selling. I can only find four bucks in my car." <laughs> And so he gives me the pop for free. And lets you buy. 
and let me buy a ticket. <laughs> and I told him, and I meant this, if I win, I'll give you half. Yeah. Well, there you go. And I matched zero numbers. Nice. I did see, speaking of the Powerball, not Powerball, but someone on Facebook that I know, Josh Ratkin, he owns Pro-Am Belts, which he's made belts for like ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's from Toledo and, and used to run an MMA. That's our MMA story for tonight. Maybe we don't, have to... but, uh, he, he hit, he was one number away from winning the classic lotto, which is like just the Ohio main lottery. And it's like $34.9 million. He was one number away. Guess how much he won? hundred gram. $1,500. <laughs> he was one number away. And they don't even have like a power, like a, a you know, whatever multiplier, or power bar, or whatever. I was young. I don't know if I've told you this story. Before the Kentucky Lottery came. Yeah. Back when we had like eight channels on TV and we would watch the Ohio Lottery. So my dad, about once a month, we would drive over to Aberdeen, Ohio <laughs> and play the Ohio Lottery. And for two reasons. Aberdeen was the last place at the time. My stomach does not like this bourbon. Okay, don't throw up. No, I'm not going to throw up. It's making weird noises. <laughs> but they could find ice cold Pepsi in a glass bottle. Okay. And and the Ohio lottery. lottery. Nice. That's so a good we would, So we would drive over there. And from our house to Aberdeen, I mean, Aberdeen's just on the other side of Maysville. About an hour and 15 minutes. But there used to be a little restaurant in Aberdeen called Browns. It burnt down later. Oh. And that's the first time I ever had chili with noodles in it. Really? And I just thought Did it you was like some, it? I just what, <laughs> You're like, fair, what this is a weird restaurant. To be fair, yeah. I considered it spaghetti. Yeah, because it's with like chili a, and some marinara. Yeah, people it's close. To like a bolognese sauce. It's more, yeah. Anyway, so that's that a thing. core. Me and Abby have been talking about that's core awesome. memories. That's a core memory, yeah. like riding with my dad in his little pickup truck going to across the river. Yeah, you don't want to hear. Felt, I felt like Pitbull, man. I was Mr. International. <laughs> What'd you do this weekend? I oh, man, I just went over to Ohio. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you you don't want to hear my my core memory stories with me with my dad. But we, um, I remember this though. My uncle lived, lived in Middletown. How far away are you from Middletown? Hour? No, like, uh, like 30, 35 minutes. So we would go like that. That's where my great grandparents were from. A lot of my mom's family was there. That's where my uncle, a lot of, a lot of Kentucky people. Yeah. Middletown. (laughs) Middletucky. I think they made a, they wrote a book about that, that, uh, JD Vance guy wrote a book about it, but, I can remember my dad being so anti. He wasn't a social guy. I don't know. You never got to meet my dad, but he was not a social guy. One day we drove from Moorhead to Middletown, stayed maybe two hours, turned around, came home. <laughs> Which is like probably a two and a half hour drive. It was least. just, yeah. And we went the craziest. As a driver now, I have a better lay of the land. Yeah. But we went through Aberdeen to Mount Orb to like. Oh, yeah. You went the. That's an interesting way to go. It was awful. Not through like Lexington. 
No. And then I. <laughs> and if I had to do all over again, I'd be like, Dad, you afraid of the interstate? What's going on here? You got expired yeah, tags? Like, you, we, we got a key of Coke in the back? What's, yeah, what that's we what I was going to say. He's probably, probably got some what we transport? Are you, are you Clint Eastwood in the mule? What's going on? Well, anyway, I was going to say, the uh, I, I muled back some uh, some beer from Wisconsin. I don't have a, a, a Wisconsin beer, but I did do a beer trade with someone from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. UP, baby. Short and Stouts. Her name's Stacy. Um, she What's up, Stacy? I never had any beers from any breweries there. And she saw the. Um, it's basically Canada. She's a fan of the show, I think, or a fan of our Instagram at least, and saw that we did the s'mores stout from Warp Warp a couple of weeks ago. I was like, "Hey, I'll mm-hmm. send me some if you send me some beer from because I'm always wanting to try something new." Um, so she gave me, she sent me some beers, um, and I'm going to drink one here tonight on the show. Um, this is a because that's from- what we do. Black Rocks, Michigan, uh, in Marquette, Michigan, which is in the UP. Um, but uh, before mention that, we got to mention Rivalry Brews, Gary. They have a new promotion coming up. 12 Beers of Christmas. They did this last year. Pre-sale box. 12 of Ohio's top Christmas and winter ales. Free shipping and all orders receive a 25% discount on Ohio beer boxes in 2023. So mm-hmm. um, you order this, you get a, a coupon or a code that will give you 25% off. I don't think you can stack our code with it, but if you tell them we sent you, uh, I'm sure that, that they'll take care of you. Yeah, just tell Adam. Um, Adam, that Beer's Beards podcast. Thanks, Gary. You. It, yes, if, I'm sure if you said Gary, they would it, be a little more consideration. Yeah, use our code Beers Beards ten for ten percent off your mix pack. So that only works on the mix packs when you build your own mix pack. I've I've had a couple questions because we have a lot of people that want to order it. They have pre mix like the pre made variety packs on there. Mm-hmm. The like they have a beer bash select select box. They got a charcuterie box. Code does not work on those. It only works on if you build your own. But that's that's like the fun, right? Like yeah, you don't you want build your own. Yeah, you don't want any of that crap. You want to build your own. Um, but yeah, just just if you go either way, tell them beers beers and beards sent you. They will take care of you either way. They'll take care of you even if you didn't say that we sent you. Yeah, that's what that, I love about it, them. Yeah. We're it doesn't we're just don't very big uh, proponents of their business. Yes. Um. I gotta, I gotta get some more beer here soon. Um, but anyway, the the beer that I'm out of beer, just in general, no. But I'm I'm out of Rivalry Brews beers. I gotta always have it. I gotta always have a nice selection, Gary. You know how I am. Um, but anyway, the beer tonight. So I poured this like when you were drinking your bourbon. I got. I haven't. I don't drink that many IPAs anymore. And the aroma on this beer was very hoppy, which I know would would make you hate it. Um, um, but as I mentioned, a beer, a brewer, beer from a brewery <laughs> in Marquette, Michigan, and it's got uh, it's my kiss IPA, which I don't know what that means. My kiss, maybe that's a type of fish because there's a bunch of fish on here, or there's definitely multiple fish. But I don't know. You see the the can? The can's kind of kind of pretty cool. Yeah, um, it's got like uh, a well hopped, bright, bold succulent american ipa and i can smell that it's well hopped i think it's like seven and a half percent 
again, I, I don't know if it's like a product of the fact that I don't drink a ton of IPAs, especially at home anymore. I used to drink IPAs all the time. Now I'm like, they're played out. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, I, I still enjoy a good IPA. You can say it. I just don't drink them as much anymore. Um, but yeah, very, very hoppy. More on like the um, the citrusy side of hops um, than than like less like not like piney. But uh, yeah. When you say less piney, what do you mean by piney? Like, like a like a pine cone. That. Okay. Like or a gin. You get the, like gin. the the okay. Okay. Um some hops will give you that. Like usually most hops are either citrusy or piney. Um you get some that are like like a little bit of a grassy flavor, especially in an IPA. Um there's there's like maybe eight to ten popular hops that are, are used for IPAs. This one has the classics, I think it's Simcoe, Citra, Mosaic. Um those are definitely the three most popular, but this is your traditional West Coast style IPA. Nice and bitter. Um, yeah, like I said, I haven't drank a lot of IPAs. Um, not honestly, not as used to like the bitterness on my palate as I as I had been when I used to drink a lot of IPAs. I would drink IPAs like they were a traditional lager. Don't do that as much anymore. Um, but yeah, this this beer feels like a throwback to me, like to that that. It's it's getting harder and harder to find those really like. So she said, "Yeah, it's getting more and more difficult to find the the tradition, the true like the true West Coast IPAs that are nice and hoppy. Everything you see now is hazy. Doing an IPA, I, I am definitely of all that genre. Hazy is the worst for me. Yeah, it's it is the the yeah the hazy cloudy. Yeah, you get less of that hop. Like you get the it's the the hop like aroma, but definitely a softer mouthfeel. It's not going to be as bitter, and I could see how you would not like that. No, it, it's coordinated attack. The smell has just as much effect as the taste does, right? Or maybe it's one of the a situation where you have this bias or this preconceived notion of what it's going to taste like based on the smell. Yes. Yeah. Because Especially if you I, don't like hops. I mean, I, I will say that. this: I have never, as we approach Christmas, yeah, I have never tried eggnog because of the smell. You don't like it? I love eggnog. I don't know. I, I'm, it might taste amazing. I didn't realize until I was like an adult that most people put alcohol in eggnog. <laughs> like, what do people put in it? Like rum, vodka? I don't know. What's the What's a what is what is eggnog? Is it a banana? Is it a what is it like sour milk? What is it? I don't know. Eggs, cottage cheese. My wife talked me into trying. I'm a texture guy when it comes to food. Yeah, and in my, milk again, or cream. In my head, I never thought I would like cottage cheese just based on the way it looked. Yeah, I love cottage cheese. Turns out it's not that bad, but still the texture gets me. The not taste is not bad. Not. Yeah. It's a pretty like it in terms of like cheese flavors, it's like there's no cheese. It, there's a little no it's like a little it's like you get some of the bitterness from the cheese, but it's not doesn't really have a, a, a strong flavor. What's your go to cheese? You're making let's say I give uh, two options. You you're making a burger or you're making a good deli sandwich. A burger, I would probably go 
cheddar. Like a nice sharp cheddar. I can appreciate that. I'm down with a that. Jelly sandwich. I like like the the white cheeses. I'm gonna go either with like provolone. a mon- monster provolone is 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 up there, but I'm gonna go with a monster or a gouda. With uh, like a Swiss cheese, I like the I like the. the I have like... never in my forty two fucking years, David, bought either two of those cheeses, <laughs> or asked like, for them. Munster is like a is soft is like is similar to like Swiss cheese and Gouda, but it's a little softer in terms of like it's actually not a like Swiss cheese can get a little like I don't know how it's like you know like this the really soft like it's like solid like more dense maybe I don't know but it's like harder. Uh, Munster is a little softer, and Gouda is probably my favorite cheese in general. I'm trying to expand my palate. And you ever had I, Gouda? Which one have you not had? I have not had Gouda or Munster. Yeah, I just again, I'm opening myself up to you. I'm being vulnerable. <laughs> okay. I just now tried Pepper Jack, probably in the last two weeks. Pepper Jack is Pepper Jack. I think is, I don't know, not a great. I don't love Pepper Jack. All right, before we go to another bourbon story, perfect deli sandwich. What's it? What's it look like for you? Oh, meats, um, toppings, bread, all that. Yeah. Now, I'm right. not talking about some stupid ass Subway sub. No, okay. I'm, if I'm making it at home mm-hmm. and I or, and I have, or I have access to whatever I want, I'm gonna go sourdough bread, okay. lightly toasted. Okay. Like a like on the on on the top of the stove, put a little butter down. Put the, put the, no, I have a toaster oven. I'll put it in the toaster oven, <laughs> lightly toasted, on like setting like one or two, like not not. You still want it to be soft, but you want it to have a little bit of a crunch, a little snap. I got you. Yeah, but definitely sourdough bread. Um, I'm gonna go some uh, spicy brown mustard on there. Wait, what meat we using? Wait, I'm putting, I'm, I'm making it from, from oh, the you, bottom up. Of course, you're doing it the opposite way. You probably pour the milk before Wait, you what? put the cereal in. <laughs> I put, yeah, I put my condiments on first. You put your condiments on last, like I, on. The, I will you tell you mine. The... I will tell you Hold about. On, I'll, t- I'll tell you mine. Okay, and then you can tell me yours. Okay, spicy mustard and and then a, a little bit of mayo as well. I'm going <laughs> double condiment. And I hate mayo. Anyway, the <laughs> and then I'm gonna do I'm gonna do some some gouda cheese. It's very and gouda. Then, and then a buffalo flavor turkey breast. Okay, I can appreciate that. And then wait, what did I say? I said gouda, and then I'm gonna do Swiss cheese. And then I'm gonna do some tomato. And banana peppers, and close it up and call it a day. Cut it in half. I appreciate that. You could also that would be a really good sandwich. Like if you just toast the whole thing too. Let me let me show you my roots. Okay. You're let me gonna expose bologna and cheese. So I'm gonna take wheat bread. I'm gonna toast it in the toaster. Put that okay. bitch in there. Comes out. On one side, so I got both pieces of bread laying there. On one side, I'm going to put cheese. On the other side, I'm going to put... What kind of cheese? I'm going to go with good old-fashioned thick slice American cheese on this. Okay. Thick slice American cheese. I didn't know that there was different slice... Uh, have you ever been to... The, have you ever American bought cheese? deli cheese? 
not American grid? cheese from from the deli. <laughs> what are you talking about what? I mean, I've bought like American cheese in the in this individually wrapped. I've you never bought, bought craft cheese. I'm talking about good government. I've cheese. never bought American cheese from the deli. No, I didn't. I'm not. I assume you can, but like, yeah, I was cut like, it however you want it. Really? Yeah. I'm like, I want that cut on a three. <laughs> I've literally, no. I, I mean, I'm. I knew that it came in larger sizes. But I never would. I, maybe just, just I don't stay know. Stay with me here. Anyway, okay. So America, cheese on one side. The, uh, cut it on a three. Yeah. Thick cut bologna. I'm talking probably a four or five on the bologna. Okay. We're going <laughs> to use a thick sandwich. Oh, it's thick. All right. On the other side, good old fashioned French's yellow mustard. Okay. We'll I like put the it product together. placement. So we put it together first. Then. You put it together? Then, then we put it together. On the side that the cheese is on, I'm gonna take the bread back off of it because I'm about to put. You know what's coming? Why'd you Doritos? Okay, for crunchy. Then I put the bread back on. This is your dream sandwich. Oh, your ultimate. I'm telling you, I've been I've been thinking about it for two weeks right now. I've not had any bread. Huh. So I've been thinking. uh, My whole Appalachian life is like replaying in my head. I would substitute the bologna for ham and cheese loaf. Yeah. You know, well, have you ever had like, like the really thin sliced ham, like chip chop ham? It's a, it's oh, yeah. like a East coast, more Eastern thing yeah. from Eastern Kentucky. I'm a honey ham guy myself, but I don't like, I like honey all ham. Kinds of ham. I'm not a big ham guy. I'm not a big, I can do, I can do without the ham. Well, I would say some Kanye West things about why you don't like ham, but <laughs> it's not, no, not appropriate right now. Ben Shapiro related. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> um, I, I I like turkey. I like turkey. Even like a sliced chicken breast, I can do. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, I do like the harder meats, like a nice salami on there. I'm not. I'm not gonna eat bologna, but I'm, right, I need I, to write I this like down. I'm, How am I gonna clip David saying I like the hard meats? <laughs> We're at 53 minutes. Okay, I, I wrote down. Yes. That's going on the internet. Yes. Put that on. It, it will be on the internet. Yeah. Um, I mean, I want to say, man, yeah. we got, you got to shut up. I'm ready. I'm, Pepperoni. I'm about to risk it all right now. Go make me a bologna sandwich and then risk it all. deal with the consequences. <laughs> um, no, that, that would you know be who's the guy that, that I feel like would risk it all? Who? Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. And I love his bourbon. I saw oh, a guy on TikTok kind of shitting on it, and I was like, mm-hmm. hold up, hold up, buddy. Hold come up, buddy. Out. You better come over here. I'm going to kick your ass. Come to find out, he's not Texan nor Kentucky. He's from South Carolina. Who? I was like, you hit this guy on TikTok. I was like, you got no oh, say. Oh, yeah, he has no say. Um, Matthew McConaughey's Long Branch Bourbon teams up with the Walden Retreats for immersive outdoor getaway. Yep. Just the headline. I'm in. Yeah. I, I feel like we're going to get naked and hit the bongo drums while we're sipping some bourbon. I want to just want to be naked in the hot tub with Matthew McConaughey. Is Matthew McConaughey going to be there? Hey, is Matthew, Con- Matthew McConaughey going to be there? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> this is going to. Do you know he's 52? No. He's too yeah. old for me then. Uh, oh. The Long Branch Ranch package booked Long uh, Ranch for Ranch. each Long Ranch. 
long branch. <laughs> say that three times fast. Book the brand will match the cost and donate to the Trail Conservancy, a local nonprofit dedicated to protecting Austin's beloved Ann and Roy Butler's hike and bike trail. Yep. Do so. I love. Does it say why it makes it? No, it makes but it, immersive? it has the quotes in here from Matthew McConaughey, and like if you know how he talks, you can you know that these are not fake quotes. Oh, this is a luxury ranch. So. It's yeah. a physical manifestation of Long Branch's current Wonder What If campaign offers a series of activities. These include a cocktail session with Long Branch cocktails, an audio guided hike. Bro, this is like the cheapest shit ever for them. You're paying big dollars for this, and they're going to give you, they're going to give you an audio book with Matthew McConaughey. Like, and there's a red rock over there. Green light. <laughs> I listened to his audio book. It was so. It was great. It was one of glow in the dark fly fishing, which I know you've been dying to do. Yes, that actually, I'm going to go there just for that. And to cap it all off, a private string performance by classically trained musicians playing an unexpected music ranging from pop to rock. Nice. I'm out. I'm out. That's too. That's uh, that's that's too gentile for me. I don't know. Yeah, I like the quotes. From <laughs> so if you can combine a luxury experience plus an open invitation to get outdoors or take a walk in the middle of the night or whatever it's going to be, that is a true five-star experience in my mind. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, he's. <laughs> I drove a Lincoln before they ever paid me to drive a Lincoln. He has the best. He has the best delivery. Mm-hmm. I know that like part of it's a put on, but he the fact that he can just like stay in whatever that Matthew McConaughey character, a hundred percent of the time, he is. I will say this. I know he won an Academy Award for I think it was for Dallas Buyer, Dallas Buyers Club, right? Amazing movie, by the way. Yeah, but he went from that movie to uh, Magic Mike. And his performance in Magic Mike was better than in Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas Eastern Buyers Club? One. The fuck? He, the fuck? The fuck? What is wrong the with fuck you? it is? His performance... You do not sound anything like him. I know, I don't. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to do there. Dallas Buyers Club, if you don't know about this dude, Matthew McConaughey, in the yes, beginning... This is, a, little, this is his life story. <laughs> it, it's a true story about this dude catches the virus. It's on And talking about COVID. And through this movie, Matthew McConaughey gets down to, I think, 72 pounds. Yeah, soaking wet. And his physical transformation, plus what he's trying to accomplish, or what the inspiration for the movie, the real guy was trying to accomplish, which they were basically running a bootleg pharmacy, but they called it a buyer's club. Yes. So all these people with AIDS would come, and he was very much doing a, a service. And he ends up winning in court, but then... Spoiler alert. He died. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So anyway, that's yeah. That story is, is is crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then him in like in True Detective, the first season. Crazy. Yeah. On maybe my favorite actor. Him mm. and I love guys that can play, that are just like over the top characters. Him and then Paul Giamatti. Oh, he's awful. I love him. You know who I like? Colin Farrell. Yeah. He was Colin amazing. Firth. 
<laughs> two different guys. <laughs> um, one more story before we uh, close this out tonight. Buffalo Trace releases their twenty twenty two antique collection of whiskeys. And David, if you didn't know, George C. Stagg's yeah. back in the mix. Back. I didn't know it was missing. Yeah, from last year. These things because yes, no one can. Actually, the the retail price, Gary, you can't afford because it's like a hundred bucks, right? Is that the and ninety the suggested retail price is ninety nine dollars each. I can there get a bottle of William Lou Weller right now from Drizzly, our good friends at Drizzly. Yep. Sixteen ninety nine. Nice. Sixteen hundred and ninety nine dollars. <laughs> I thought you were well. Wooden cork twenty four nice. ninety nine with a fifty five dollar delivery. Jesus. So yeah. The this is like the the high end stuff. Yeah, the and antique, all the bottles look the same. Well, yeah, antique collection. So it's made up of uh, George T. Stag. This year it comes in at one hundred and thirty eight point seven proof, the highest since twenty sixteen. William Larue Weller Bourbon, Thomas H. Handy Sazerac Rye Whiskey, Eagle Rare seventeen year old Bourbon, which I got some Eagle. Remember when I was trying to tell you I couldn't remember what bourbon I had at a, at a fancy steakhouse? Oh, was it, it was, was it Eagle Rare seventeen year old, and it was like seventy five dollars. Um, was it good? It was like okay. Is but it that's not the the. It wasn't seventy five dollars good. The double Eagle Rare, what's it called? The very no, double Eagle rare. very rare. Yeah, yeah. And then the last one is Sazerac Rye, eighteen year old. You um, have that though, don't you? You have Sazerac, the regular Sazerac, which I enjoy. Yeah. I was gonna have it on the show when I was drinking bourbon or whiskey, bourbon, whatever, but I didn't end up doing it. Um, yeah, it's just I feel like it's like whiskey release season, Gary. I see a lot of the. New... It is. The, it's that time of year. Yeah, and a lot it of giveaways does. are going on. When we first started this podcast. I probably entered three or four giveaways right off the bat, and I think yeah. you did too. But yeah. now, literally weekly, I get something about a bourbon giveaway. Rare. Or, you know, it's such, and we've talked about this a bunch, it's such an economic boom in all facets of its creation. Whether you're you're raffling off a bottle, we've seen raffles used to, like, fund a city park. Yep. Charity. Um, I see you today. Um, yeah, yeah. Party Source is doing. Who is it for? Stars and stars and stripes. Stars and stick strings benefiting this center for courageous kids. They're raffling off ten thousand dollar grand prize is Pappy ten year, twelve year, and fifteen year. And the first prize, I would rather have this first prize is yeah, a Weller. Sure. W.L. Weller six bottle collection because some of these are harder to find, I think, at this point than Pappy. You get Weller Special Reserve, Weller 12 Year, Weller Antique 107, which I have. Enjoy it. Weller Single Barrel, Weller CYPB, Craft Your Perfect Bourbon, and Weller Full Proof. That's, that's my unicorn right now. If you're listening and you love me, yeah. You see a bottle, call me. I'll Venmo. I'll trade rights to my next born child, whatever we need to do for me to get that white bottle. Yeah. I had a, I had a mark on one and it fell through. I did. I did drink some in Memphis though. 
It was $85. Or was it good? A pour. 85 Yeah. Yeah. The most I paid is for that Eagle Ray. It was I so expensive. Made no mistake. I didn't pay for it. Oh. I didn't pay for it. It was Eagle Rare seventeen year old was I think I said this before, but it was expensive enough that the guy took one look at me and then went to the bartender. <laughs> the bartender was like, "Are is this guy sure?" And then he had to come back and was like, "Are you sure that's what you wanted?" And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "You don't look like you can afford that." He didn't say that. <laughs> he thought it. <laughs> and he was I, right. I couldn't afford it, but I had like, a gift card. I got so much money in crypto right now, bro. You don't even know. Yeah. Bitcoin billionaire. I, like I said, I had a gift card, <laughs> so I couldn't afford it. I got a coupon, bro. <laughs> I got a coupon. <laughs> oh man, I love doing this every week. You make me yes. laugh. We have to do another one in like three days, so don't. Yeah, I'm... we don't want to use all of our material. Someone said to me, like, you know, we'll talk a little bit sometimes before. Like, sometimes we might workshop a couple things, or we, we don't even really do that. We just talk. But sometimes we're like, oh, let's save that for the podcast. We'll talk about that. Yeah. And we don't we don't really do bits, but we just we, we just talk riff and off they each turn other. they turn into bits. Um and I told someone that and they were like, the fact that you like prepare and you it's not just all organic. That is I feel like somebody I, said that to you. Curtain. Yeah, big fan of the show. They were they, they were thought... being facetious, but oh yeah. I was about to get mad. Yeah. No, they they were like I don't know. They thought you that, take oh, that's criticism more. Eh, depends on if it's good criticism or bad <laughs> criticism. <laughs> I found depends in my life I don't really take criticism too well. I get offended. I I think that it depends on the messenger. If I think the person is coming from like a place of I'm giving this criticism like feed not necessarily criticism but more as like feedback and I'm doing it because I I'm I'm saying it enough because I care about you or I care about whatever you yeah. know then that's different than like I'm criticizing you to criticize you here's my MMA story for the night yeah this was I'm gonna say two distinct things that I remember early on is I got I'm not gonna say a scathing review but I Jeremy Pender laid down some facts to me. He's like, hey, if you're just going to be another guy talking about fights and stuff, just quit. Yeah. And I was like, who the fuck's Jeremy Pender? <laughs> Turns out I love Jeremy the Pender. 125-pound dude. And I appreciate him because I, I, I do feel like I went a different way and was really invested in the time. But then I can remember putting out a story. Or I don't even think it was my story. I think Juan put out a story. <laughs> Yeah. And he's not the best writer. We love him. But it it was I, I can't remember. I used to I used to know exactly what it was. It was something controversial. <laughs> yeah. It was something about what he thought. It was more of an opinion piece than it was yeah. real news. And somebody just ripped him in the comments. And I remember before I could even think about what I did. I thought, well, if you got a different opinion, start your own fucking website and, and, no, and put it on there. Motto. Yeah, that's yeah. my, like, if, if you don't have skin <laughs> in the game, if you right. feel so strongly about what I'm doing, start your own shit and do it. It's free. You can literally start a blog spot, which is how Bluegrass and started. started. Oh, yeah. The, the, we could literally write the best. 
feature art. I mean, I and I did write some awesome some things that I spent a lot of time on, and it was like, <laughs> then either someone talks shit about someone or someone dies, like whether in the in the cage or or just in general, fighter dies. It's like that we're gonna have a good news week, good traffic week, right? Like it's so is like it's, it's more. I mean, we we tried to do the the positive, like not even necessarily always positive, but like the features of like here's an interesting human interest story of the one that that was like positive that also uh got a lot of traffic was remember when dan spawn um got, ran into a, ran into a house and pulled, yeah pulled like a whole family out of the fire and that got a ton of traffic that one and then this was before i even joined bluegrass mma but um the the, the mom climbed into the cage oh yeah i talked about that today actually. i talked about two incidents today <laughs> i talked about that and it, the the subject will be in the right place at the right time yeah I remember we got so many different requests to reuse the footage that we had. I don't think we had footage. I think we had pictures. One of the two, whatever. Inside MMA, MMA junk, like all these different people. And then I, this is what's crazy along the lines of what you're saying. There was a gym. I won't rehash this. This was in 2013, 14 that had a Kevin Gates concert there. Oh, I don't even know this story. Yeah, he had a Kevin Gates be concert one for the there. car for the and car when we when we drove to Pittsburgh to get there, and two people got shot. Oh, what? Yeah, and I remember seeing it on the local news, and I wrote, I basically just took some liberties and wrote what they reported <laughs> okay. as my own. Yeah, and it blew up, bro. Like it had nothing to do with fighters. Not it was they a private party at a gym. Kevin huh. Gates before he was big. Yeah. Which I know you're not a fan of Barstool Sports, but Sunday Conversation is maybe some of the best entertainment I get weekly with Caleb Presley and Glenny Balls. Glenny Balls, it's called Sunday Conversation because Glenny Balls sits there and eats ice cream Sunday while <laughs> Caleb Presley asks the dumbest questions ever. And okay. this last past weekend, when we think of it, it was this past weekend, Kevin Gates was on there. But in 2013, okay. he was nobody. You know? It's funny. <laughs> Oh, remember oh, we have so many good stories and all of the all of these remind me of other stories. <laughs> the, so um the promotion and and you liked you went to a lot of these people's shows. I never went to one. I always wanted to go to one that went to West Virginia and had the situation. No, Ronnie. Or, Ronnie from Jersey Shore because the situation would have actually been a big star. But Ronnie from Jersey Jersey Shore as like a special guest and spent more on that than the entire rest of the show. And just oh like no, no, no! It was it was a good portion of the budget, but that show that was my the first six figure show I ever worked on. You were there. It was because it was in Charleston. West Let Virginia, me tell you this: right? I didn't know that you were er, a part of that. I oh talk yeah, shit about it early in the day. I still would have. Oh, listen, I was, and I, I think. Hey, I was on I got, Shine. I got to tread lightly because there was lawsuits and all kinds of stuff afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Early in the day, it it started becoming very apparent that this was this was a flop. Yeah. Very early in the day. Yes. The promoter, who I love dearly to this day, I will never say a bad word about him. Amazing mm-hmm. man. Aside from MMA, a great businessman. <laughs> yeah, MMA. Uh makes 
great businessman and a poor businessman. He basically abandoned me at the Big Sandy Superstore Arena to run things. You were, I, I all right, put it. So in, I'm standing there trying to get, and thank God, shout out to BJ and Bruce Ferguson. Yeah. Two of the pioneers of Kentucky MMA. Good they people. were there putting up the cage. Yeah. Let me take that back. They brought their cage there. West Virginia is a union state. The union workers had to put the cage up. I had no idea what they were doing. <laughs> really? I yes. didn't know. It ended up, you had to pay extra because it, we were going to, it, it was oh the very goodness. early days of live streaming. So they had to, they got. And it like was like sag. also like the third MMA event in West Virginia. It was right? the second like, ever in, in yeah. West Virginia. Butch Hiles did one down across from Pikeville. But this was like the first big one. Yeah. And I'm so I'm abandoned. So I'm trying to be the general running everything. People ask me about locker room, the whole, what, everything you could expect in an MMA event. Right. Next thing I know, News Channel 3, WSAZ, has a camera <laughs> and a microphone <laughs> in my face. Wanted me to talk about the significance of this. Event. I want, is this on the news? Is this on line? Is it, there might, a... it might be on YouTube somewhere. I don't know. But oh my God. so I'm on the nightly news talking about this event. <laughs> like I'm the, like I'm the face of it. Yeah. All the, these other. Yeah. We could have done a half, half arena, but no, we did the full Monty. <laughs> full, Monty, full nine yards. And. I want to think like Sean Asher fought. I remember, I'll, I'll never oh. forget this event ever. Sean Asher, that was definitely on that card. The night before, I was sitting with Sean Asher when we found out that Chris Smith died. Yeah. One of the most, the first MMA interview I ever did in my life was with Chris Smith. I asked him questions over Twitter. And him and Dom Steele were on their way. Dom was in the main event. Yep. And. He, they had a car accident and Chris passed away. I was sitting right next to Sean, who was fighting Josh Blanchard on the card. Um, when we got the news, we got the news at the same time. It was just a horror. It was, I'm telling you that. Yeah. It was a horrible weekend. But that's, I mean, there could be a document. I remember April 6, 2012, going back. Looking at it now, we had meetings about how we would funnel all the people that were there to see Ronnie, how we would handle the crowds to see Ronnie. <laughs> I don't think there was anybody in attendance that came that bought a ticket just to see Ronnie. I, mean, I laugh because it's like you laugh because if you don't laugh, you you're gonna cry. And that was I distinctly remember them floating around the idea for way less probably like a third of the price we could have got rich franklin yeah which probably would have been way better right. for 12 dollars, we probably could have got uh um, i feel like you kind of glossed Everett. over this but you, you could have got mark coleman for 150 bucks <laughs> i love mark but yeah anyway the you were talking about sean asher and, and josh blanchard just the fact that that fight happened was was fun. like Two, there couldn't be two more different body types. No. Than in, in, in terms of fighters. And I, remember, 
<laughs> I'll tell you the Josh, Blanchard, the Josh Blanchard story that I have, and then and we'll close on this. So I was looking for someone when I worked for UVC to fight Luke Zakrich, and we're like looking for someone local that has like, you know, decent good, record. Like they have to have a good number of fights, right? And this was in twenty. 11 maybe so josh it was like six and four i want to say was this amateur or pro pro okay yeah he was six and four because he yeah because he had just beaten jr hines right he was three and 21 <laughs> he's, coming the, he's coming off the biggest oh win of his so career. much nostalgia just flooding over me he was coming off the biggest win of his career but uh josh he was like he's like well i'll take the fight in a heartbeat because yeah he was six and four and we're like okay and you know he was in the price range, of course, for for local for local MMA. So y'all took the fight, but I might be going, <laughs> maybe going to jail in a couple of weeks because uh, I I don't know I don't even know what he said he was going to jail for, but he's like yeah I might be going to jail in a couple of weeks. So that didn't end up being able to take like the fight. Richard. But also on that show, Gary Cornelius Godfrey, may he rest in mm-hmm. peace. Chris Marzwiak. A lot of vision, vision guys. Man, Chris Merzwiak was on there, and he was Mears a vision White. guy, right? Mears no, he White. was um, George Urgell. Oh, okay. I was gonna say that I was surprised because yeah, because George and his wife at the time were there. It came to Tyler the show. Voth is a George guy, right? He's a Rob Nickerson guy. And then George Euler, West Virginia's George. own, was on the card. George Euler showed me the importance of not talking shit about people. Uh, he fought Eric Jordan. Look, click on that. When was that fight? George Euler and Eric Jordan. Yep. 2011. So I, at the time I had a blog spot radio. Yeah. I did a live, live feed from that fight. Yep. Okay. Basically, I'm doing commentary on a on an internet radio. Nobody could see what was going on. <laughs> yeah, you and you and Juan did that on like you did like a fight companion. But I was there. I mean, I was oh, sitting you were there? side. Yeah, I, I didn't was know that. Side. Yeah, oh, okay. At Gruesome Five, the Reckoning. Me and my boy Fat Steve Armatrout. <laughs> and this is when things got sour. Now I'm a ride or die guy. And if, listen, yeah. if you've got to this part. And this doesn't interest you. Just know we're going to wrap it up in about turn five minutes. You can go ahead and turn it off. But yeah. this is, <laughs> I remember going back and forth talking about how these two had the biggest pillows for hands I'd ever seen in my life. <laughs> well, turns out this little internet radio show, they listened to it. Went all over the world. Yeah. They heard about it. George, to this day, fucks with me about it. I love George Boyle. <laughs> Like that was one of the times where I thought, "Oh God!" But we had <laughs> this dude's gonna kick my ass. We had not knowing alienated half the fighters in that card because we talked shit about them. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the time, George was two and five, so it's yeah. okay. Good dude, love George Oiler. Yeah, I- I'll never say a bad thing about George Oiler. George had a four-year layoff and then came back and beat uh, Wes Sims. He did. So. There was this push that nobody would talk to me anymore unless I dropped Fat Steve. I remember <laughs> this like it was yesterday. This this drama. 
Which Poor I hate. Fat Steve. What did he do? Bro, he had the slickest tongue. Man, he was he was he's from Columbus. I don't know why I always get stuck with Buckeyes. I need to meet Fat Steve. I've never met him. I've not seen him in ten years. Yeah. So we we so we we come back. That was on Saturday night. We did our shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So I had him muted, and I went through. I remember there were so many people talking about how just disrespectful we were and all this. <laughs> and I, I was at a crossroads, right? I was like, okay, so I drop him and cave these people, or I just ride or die. Yeah. So, so we went. I went through all the the intro to the show alone. Did all that stuff. Got the first guest. Unmuted him. Was like, "What's up, Steve?" He's like, "What's up?" And it was like, <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> There's, I still have some. I still have some people that don't like me from that day. I I, uh, I piled on the onto it talking about <laughs> team MMA later in life. And that oh yeah. Ways. Well, that's that's another story we can get into. But let's just say Gary Thomas is still relevant, and team MMA is not. Yeah. What was it called? Hip show. Hip show. The greatest thing since Rip Van. Fuck. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, if you made it this far, know that David and I love you for humoring us and listening to these stories that n- probably nobody understands or cares about, but definitely big moments in our life. Well, you drop. Wait, hold on. You drop, <laughs> drop Fat Steve, and then you got Juan, who's even worse. Now, Juan, Juan, like people, people like him for some reason. Uh, I didn't drop Steve owned a gym. That's how I got to know him. Yeah, and then I just thought it was hilarious. And he was my like early in the. You can ask my wife. Back in the day, 2011, 2012, I we would order pay per views. And he would come Steve. and bring all the people from the gym. Two days yeah. ago, I just talked to Billy Poe, who just got yeah. married. Really? He was one of the fighters, Joey Donahue. Like, there's several people of that early format that made up the legacy of Bluegrass MMA, in, at least in Kentucky at the time. Yeah, was based on my connection with him because he hooked me up. I remember I talked to Joe Bays for the first time. Me and Steve interviewed Todd Neal. It's just crazy. <laughs> yeah, good, good, good times. Those are yeah, it, yeah. Well, I wish Juan would get back into into covering it. Remember, let's just said Juan, not the MMA shows. For, uh, <laughs> just go cover it for go cover it for Blue or for Beers and Beards podcast. Yeah. He could That's, be our, our correspondent. We just put a we just put a cage in the back. We put our guy, but the background's a cage. Yeah, we'll talk to our guy about that. We'll have we'll have the same guy, but it'll be it'll be bald, and then that's how it'll be one. Don't forget in, November. Yeah, he's in Florida. Well, he was in Florida. He's November fourteenth, fretboard brewing. David will be there. I'll be there. My wife will be there. I think your wife will be there. Yeah, if my wife lets me, I'm gonna get a pitcher. Just drink out of it. Oh, ask, ask if I'm allowed. Yeah, we need to start. We need to start thinking about our because we got an hour and a half. Yeah, that sounds that sounds about right until we get kicked off the stage. Until they should. Until, all right, you guys got to go. Um, <laughs> last December. time we talked about a t-shirt cannon. Uh, what did we talk this time? I want to bring a smoke machine. Fog machine my baby. Yeah. What would your intro music be? Uh, Stone Cold's entrance music. 
All right, yeah. So December seventeenth, we're going back on the road. Yeah, we're going. To, we are going to an MMA show. Both going to the, on the road. This I. I don't know if I, I don't think I'm going to do, going to do commentary, but I think it'll be so much more fun if I don't. Yeah, and we'll just sit there and we'll just we're going to heckle. I mean, here's what we're going to do. We're we're going to do a live podcast during <laughs> talk shit about everybody. Those don't go well, David. We'll get comma worthy on. We'll sit cage side. Freshly retired comma. Yes. Uh, yeah. But we're going to do a show there in their studio. We're going to take over their studios. Might just move in. Yeah, we might move in. We might stay. We might not leave. And then we're going to go to the show. We're going to go to Braddock, Pennsylvania, home of John Fetterman. Which is what Gary referenced earlier. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Yeah, because I haven't been to Brew Gentleman and and I haven't been there since like twenty. I've only been there once, but I love so it. Gotta I come back so I can go see Jack Harlow. Yeah, uh, and that's in Louisville, right? Are you going to yeah. Louisville? Mm-hmm. So you, I'm. You, are you just gonna drive straight there? I gotta pick up Charlie. Make something. Charlie take the bus. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it's gonna be fun. fun. It's gonna be the Christmas that then it'll be the Christmas season, December seventeenth. I'll drink a Christmas bourbon. Yeah. Can you drink some of my apple pie bourbon? Did you make it again? No, you make it on Thanksgiving. Try. And then it's ready for Christmas. Anyway. Beardspod.com for all the uh, ins and outs of what we've been doing. You can follow us on Twitter. Twitter. Twitter's wild these days, bro. We'll see. Yeah. I feel like I feel like it's um it's my place to be right now. They finally like almost had it under control, and they're just like, now it's open to everything. It's like my favorite thing in the new Elon Musk era is the fact checking of the White House. <laughs> yeah. Like he bullied them basically to deleting their tweet <laughs> by putting the fact check on there, which is true. But I was like, this is weird. This is so weird. Yeah, um, it's wild. Instagram, Twitter. Facebook, TikTok, you know find us. TikTok, David ain't posting nothing on TikTok. Our TikTok is blowing up. Is it? Just followers the, the, got? the one TikTok that we posted <laughs> is blown up. Uh, we have like 20 followers, but. Get us to 1,000 followers on TikTok so we can go live. And you can you can yeah. donate those crazy hats and things that people do. What? Yeah, you, I gotta look into this. You, I have no idea. No, you don't even open TikTok. You're you don't even okay, know how to boomer. open it or close it. <laughs> I told you're, you when of, I of the two of us, you're the old guy when it comes to this <laughs> kind of stuff. And yeah, I think I said this. I I can't go to TikTok because I don't know how to turn it. I don't know how to make it stop when it starts. It so just keeps going. Last thing I'm gonna say for the I want to leave you on this note. Yeah. I like the Nelk Boys. I don't think David likes Nelk. David doesn't like anything new. I don't know who it is. It's the Bob. It was Bob Minery and then the Nelk guys. Now Bradley Martin's on there. Oh, that's the dude that Dana White gave a bunch of money, right? Yeah. Okay. So. Not a fighter. But just no. Some just random a, just dude. their friend. And that, yeah, they're friends. There, there's a guy in the Nelk Boys. His name's Steve. Will do it. He's wild. His best friend is 6'9", the rapper. Okay. Like they go all over the world together. He gets banned on YouTube for. He had like a secondary channel where he did gambling stuff. And apparently there was a thing. 
you could gamble, but you couldn't mention this specific site. Oh, okay. And he was wearing a hat of that site. Long uh-huh. story short, his whole YouTube got deleted. Like 20 million subscribers, all the, got a hold of deleted. Jesus. And he signed a deal with Rumble. Okay. I, I, and I didn't know what Rumble was. But I'm on Instagram. I follow him on Instagram because he's wild. And he gives away tons of money. He's like a, he's like a frat boy, Mr. Beast. <laughs> okay. So he's like, hey, give him $40,000. All you got to do is like this picture and follow me on Rumble. I was like, bet. I can do that. Did you win I, it? I go to, no, I go to Rumble. Dude, it's the worst social media. I'm like, what is this shit? Oh, so he signed a deal with the social media. Okay. Yeah, that's where he posts his videos at now. Gotcha. It just goes to show, like, you can't beat the you can't beat the conglomerates. You can't beat you, the Googles and the Facebooks of the world. And try yeah, as you well, might, you're not going to take down and Twitter. And the Beers and Beards podcast. Of We're the world. coming out with our own platform here pretty soon. Yeah. It's like... If there was just a, a site where you could rate your beers, Barbell. and uh, you know, give it like just talk about the beers you drink and then rate them, <laughs> I feel like there's nothing out there in that space. We need to do. We need to do like they did on uh, what was it? The, is it called the interns? We'll call it uncorked. <laughs> is it the interns where they create? Um, they created not Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's literally Instagram. No, no. What I'm saying though, it's pictures. <laughs> on the, put it on the line. Yeah. Oh. But they drink Pappy in that movie. They do. That's the first place I ever heard about Pappy, believe it or not. We hope this 90 minute bonus content <laughs> yeah. has uh brought you some joy. It's brought me joy. Now we're gonna edit this, we're gonna put it out, and as soon as it hits, we want you to share it. Tell your friends, and then come see us. If what if you got to buy a plane ticket, just find a CVG. It's a little yes. short drive up from there. Be fine. Right. Wish me luck. Uh, I'm going to California. California, here Gary comes right back where it's. I'm going to sing every week now. I think instead of uh, doing, remember we used to do our playlist. I still and we we can't post, but we can't post this. We can't play the songs. I think we so instead, like fifteen just, seconds. I'll sing it. What we played that song last week as our edge as exit. Oh well, okay. What song do you want me to sing as our exit? Sing this one. California love. California love. <laughs> Until next week, we are the Beers and Beards podcast. Love See you. you.